0: you know what you look like? You look like the white version of Dexter Deshawn from Cyberpunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Deshawn, okay. So I'm going to be uh, getting some new glasses, too.
2: Dexter Deshawn. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> That's I don't exactly remember what he word. looks like.
1: He got them stylish glasses, though. I did want those glasses.
0: Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... I'm
2: Ben Young. I'm
0: Bill Jarvis. And tonight we are talking about 2019's uh, fantastic sci-fi film, Synchronic. Uh, Just so we know, Synchronic uh, was released in 2019 for the uh, Toronto International Film Festival, but it actually got released... uh, in October of 2020, which uh, I did mention this to our uh, lovely scheduler, uh, Ben, in the office, but uh, it, it just went in one ear out the other. And so now we're finally getting back to uh, all of 2020's gold mines. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I, and I know that we covered films that weren't even sci fi during that time period, which makes me even madder. Um, just kidding. Uh, so, yeah synchronic uh i do have a uh box office for you but i do not have a budget unfortunately
1: you didn't say who is directed and written by either
0: oh you're right i'm so sorry look at me go okay so this was written and directed by uh justin benson and then it was also directed with his partner in crime aaron moorhead so i'm gonna be honest with you guys um I have never actually watched anything by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead before. I know that uh, they had a lot of success with their uh, VHS, VHS, sorry, movie, but I never actually saw it. Um, aside from that, um, yes, the budget <laughs> is non-existent. I don't know what it is, but I do know that the box office was one million dollars. I think the movie was quite, quite more expensive than that, so. We'll Probably. See. Okay. Um, aside from that, Ben Young, what is this movie about?
1: After a paramedic is diagnosed with a brain tumor, he discovers a new designer drug called Synchronic, which allows people to perceive the past. But when his partner's daughter goes missing after taking the pill, he begins experimenting with how the drug works and exploring the past to find her.
2: It's It's
0: iconic! iconic. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you wrote that, right? Yes. Okay, so I I have one – I never do this, but I have one little uh, critique there about your writing. You said Uh. perceive the past. Wouldn't you say that they're experiencing – the past
1: affecting the past even sorry i just i just wrote it how it should have been sorry
0: i wouldn't know if it's affecting the past we don't know that we don't know if that's how time works what about that didn't he carve
1: that
2: that's true
1: yeah um yeah yeah hey uh, sorry no you're you're, it's okay uh i i think it the, the 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 fault in my written uh synopsis is, it reveals something about it, which, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, I bring you... My most hated science fiction movie of all time. Ah, huh. awful! I uh, hate this movie more than I hate being alive. Oh my god! <laughs> I yes. actually,
0: and I actually liked this movie quite a bit. This <laughs> is gonna um, be a
1: good, good podcast.
0: Yeah, so I mean. It might just be because after watching Anthony Mackie's last four, or at least the last four we covered on this podcast, my expectations were super low. Nothing against Anthony Mackie. I actually do uh, think he's a great actor, well-trained actor. Uh, just did not like it. Um, what was it Outside the Wire? Did not like that. But I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting anything good with this movie. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was um, engaging the whole time. I was definitely interested in what was going on. Um, it's always weird when people try to do science like this, where it's just like that. That doesn't
1: make yeah. it. It's, it's yeah, it's magic. It's right. magic. It's not science yeah. at all.
0: Um, all right. Fair enough. But uh, I thought I was engaged the whole time. In fact, I literally wrote down opening sequence has grabbed me because it did. I was like hooked right at that point. So, um that that's all I'll start with there, I guess. Uh Bill?
2: Oh, put me on the spot why don't you? Well, I think I'm like
0: well, Ben said he hates <laughs> it, I said I liked it. Where are you? I'm
2: probably somewhere in the middle to be totally honest. Um I think that um like you said, the science is not exactly science, but I do like that they included the scientific method. That's the most scientific thing you can put into a film. Yeah,
0: that was actually pretty uh, yeah, sweet.
2: They put in the scientific method, literally. So, um, yeah, no, I think I think that uh, I think my my main gripe with the film are the characters. I hated Dennis. I really just despised Dennis as a character. Um, I thought Steve was, you know, I think that he was meant to be introduced as unlikable uh, in a lot of ways. And then sort of developing into something else. And then so they do this whole character characters work with them, you know, with his family uh, being washed up in Katrina, which I thought I thought it was interesting that that was part of it.
0: You know, Katrina being
2: part of it. I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
0: Well, no, it's you can finish. I was I was just going to say, like, I I didn't think they did enough of that, to be honest. But um yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that that there was definitely more that could have been explored. I didn't really, you know, it's like one of the things I don't really care about the characters too much. It's like almost like they presented things that are just like, you should care about this character. And I'm like, but I don't like (laughs) in a lot of ways. And so I feel like there's weak character work there. Um, Weak science for the science fiction. They they like add in like, oh, yeah, time could be seen as nonlinear. Like, okay, And then that was it and like that was basically the most of what they did with that um i thought that i watched it and uh even if i wasn't doing the podcast i would have kept watching it i wouldn't have stopped the movie in the middle of it i probably wouldn't have um it kept me engaged so it's got that going for it um i thought it, you know the the time travel was coolish you know i feel like I actually rewatched the beginning of the film after, after finishing it and the beginning makes a lot more sense. I kind of wrote off the very beginning as like, Oh, trippy drug trip, you know, like, Oh, okay. I don't really care about this. Not really part of the story. And then you find out it is actually kind of, kind of indicating something about the story. Um, But I mean, in general, I'd say the weakest part about this is the characters. The characters are definitely the weakest part. Um, the science isn't really hard science. It's really fluffy magic, like you guys were saying. Um, and uh, and the character development for Steve, I think it is, Anthony Mackie plays, um, was just kind of like not great. I just wasn't engaged. I wasn't engaged with any of the characters as a film. It wasn't great. Um, but I did sit through it and I did watch it. And I thought th- what, what they did with what they had was cool because they kind of made, use cinematography, they use cinematography, um, you know, set pieces and stuff like that to make a cool effect for sci-fi. I thought like the cinematography of the sky was beautiful. I thought that was always really, yeah. really, really cool. So visually, though, was, it was really cool. But yeah.
1: I uh, I challenged myself to find one nice thing to say about this movie, and I it was a challenge because I I literally walked into this I was like I have nothing good to say about this movie there isn't one bit that I was like yeah this is this was fine and I was like no 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 you have to find something or everyone's just gonna be like you're just a hater. Um, I actually really liked Jamie Dornan's performance in this. I thought Jamie Dornan was the was the true standout star in this movie. Um, whether you like Dennis or not, I, I could understand disliking him. Yeah. Um, but I think Jamie Dornan really went the extra mile. When he broke down at the bar, I was like, "This is a moving performance from him." Um, and it was good. <sighs> I mean, even like, like, yeah, like the cinematography's okay. Um. Uh-huh. But it doesn't mean anything. None of it means anything, ever. I don't even know where to fucking begin with my gripes on this film. I guess we'll start with the main premise of the entire thing, which immediately made me laugh, and like, pulled me away from the whole thing immediately. Where it was like... Okay, you, you have, you take a pill, let me let me explain it how like how like I wrapped it around my head and I was like I, I I there was a part where I was on board. It's when he was when the the chemist was talking about this and he was like he was like oh well you take the pill and it affects this part of the brain that perceives time, and you no longer perceive time linearly linearly as we perceive it, but um you perceive it as as everything that's happened in that spot, and I'm like, okay I can. By that. I could suspend my disbelief at that point where it's like you, t- you take you take a pill it opens up your your mind to something you know because because everyone knows time is an illusion it doesn't actually exist it only exists how we perceive it so like saying like yeah you know you you changes your perception of things oh well okay I kind of get that. But as soon as you include, like, the interaction and (laughs) he time travels with the dog, (laughs) what did he do? Did he give the dog the pill? (laughs) Like, that was the dumbest fucking shit I'd ever seen. It was literally, it was dumber than many kids we went to high school with. Ooh. I
2: uh, I was going to say, you know, that's that's absolutely true. What you just said was kind of like one of the main like sticking points was like they say the pineal gland and the perception of time and all this stuff. And I'm like, OK, cool. Perception of time. You can perceive time sure, differently. Yeah, yeah. So Sus- suspend Whatever. disbelief on that. That's fine. 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 Yeah. Perception. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But affecting like yeah. actual time travel, like your body literally decomposes and reappears. Like I just, you know, like. It doesn't, I could, yeah.
1: I could even buy like where it's like, well, you're perceiving time, and you perceive that something kills you, so your brain dies, like the whole Matrix theory. It's like if your brain thinks it dies, you die. Like even that, I could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could get on board with that kind of situation. Yeah. Um. That's fine. But like they're getting fucked And furthermore, what is it? <laughs> Why do they keep going back to spots that are like have someone there? Like is there no one out there who just goes and they just I, sit I, I, there I in a forest? I think about that like there's always someone
0: there every there's time they go back.
2: There's always someone that. there. Always. always. It's, it's like, never what? it's never it's never a dull moment in the moments that you travel into the past. I, just, I, there's I always pro- somebody that happens to be there.
1: I can assure you there were moments in the past in the Louisiana swamp where nothing happened. I can I'm <laughs> certain of it. I would bet my life on it with, with if I ever came across a god, I'd be like, no, I bet there was at some point there was nothing happening in the swamp. Listen, listen,
2: as Ben, I I mean, as Colin is the history teacher here, he knows that Conquistadors were in every single part of Louisiana swamp.
0: I I I think the average per uh, square mile (laughs) was at least, uh, I think it was at least six to seven Conquistadors per square mile. At least.
1: It was a pest pest problem to rival catfish in Lake Michigan. It was just (laughs) awful. (laughs) It's off the charts. Speaking of history, Major, uh, Colin, what war was that at the end? 1812. Was that 1812? I I was curious as to what the fuck was going on there, because I was was,
0: like... There was uh, British redcoats there, and granted, there was no battle that intense in New Orleans in the War of 1812, or any battle in the War of 1812 that intense, but... um, I'm pretty sure that's what they were trying to convey there.
1: Because I was like, the Civil War never made it that far south. Or
0: it was some conflict between France and England. Take your pick. um, Actually, you know, that makes more sense. That would be
2: a major part of a major staging point of France versus England. Not that I know of any battles, obviously, but yeah, that makes more sense.
1: It was just... uh,
0: It's Actually, when we bought New Orleans was during... God. One of those conflicts between France but, and England. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, that that whole that whole final scene was really underwhelming and anticlimactic. Terrible uh, way to end a
2: movie. Terrible like, way to end a movie.
1: Like, the key tension in that scene was, will will that guy or girl, I wasn't really sure, step on that grand, that landmine there? Oh, let's find out. Oh, they stepped over it. Oh, they stepped over it. Oh, they stumbled back. Oh, they finally it, it, got it, it. It
0: wasn't a landmine. It was uh, a shell
1: that did not explode. That's right. My bad. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Which is probably I'm sorry, worse. If we're, if we're
0: nitpicking the movie, we're going to nitpick everything. Which
1: re- Which is probably worse, because I don't think stepping on a dud mortar is going to make it blow, but uh
0: probably not. Um I don't I don't know guys. I we've watched worse films and enjoyed them more. Um I think i I I guess my suspension of disbelief was just easier to come by than yours. Uh and it might even just depend on what mood you're in when you're going to see the movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah there's a fuck ton of plot holes. I don't care. I still liked it. Um, I, I, I try to lean on things that I thought were done well. Uh, I know you said uh, Jamie Dornan was your standout uh, actor in this one. I thought he did fine. I was kind of hoping that there would be more um, Fifty Shades of Grey. I never saw the movie, but I was hoping there'd be like Fifty Shades of Grey references all throughout it. Because aside <laughs> from... Uh, that's like his most known work. He's
1: done other uh, things, though. Just I know, but
0: that's his most known work. Let's be <laughs> yeah. real here. Um, and then there's uh, Anthony Mackie, who I honestly, I thought he did really well here. Uh, really? I don't know. I feel like acting the uh, you're going to die in six weeks is either good or bad in a, a movie, you know? And I thought he did really well with that. Can Can See?
2: somebody give me
0: and I, I, I hate to say this. Because everybody seems to
2: like Anthony Mackie. Can somebody give me, like, a stellar performance Anthony Mackie has done?
1: Well, that's the thing. I was about to say, with this film, I think we can finally land, at least in my opinion, on Anthony Mackie is not a good actor. That's mm. where I'm at right now. I, 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 The only time I've enjoyed him is when he portrays Sam Wilson. And I think he does a good job at that. But um, he has a bunch of other roles around him, really standout roles that are lifting him up as well, I think uh i i don't know where he is i think he was in he was in a movie that i was interested in seeing and i never did let me get back to you on that because that might be a movie that's good but sci-fi anthony mackie just might not be where it's at at this point you know he was in the hurt locker he was good in the hurt locker okay okay i'll have to check that out i haven't seen it before but he's a supporting Um, role in that he's not a lead
2: but yeah no i i you know that's that's one of those things where it's just like you know we talk about anthony mackie a lot and it's like i'm just like why you know it's like i i keep i keep seeing these films and i keep being like kind of disappointed by it i mean he's he's you know he's he's, a, he's an actor well,
0: that could be we can't objectively say that a lot of the movies he's in are bad regardless of him or not right no no no, yes. no i'm not saying yes. he's the reason
2: you know it's just like the thing is that like i want I, he he is an actor that can play a solid supporting role. I just don't know if he can carry a leading role. That's all. That's that's. He's that's, yeah.
1: He's in that new movie, The Banker, with Samuel Jackson on Apple TV. So that might be that might be good. It looks like a like an Oscar contender type movie. Okay. Okay, so he might have given more on that one. Okay. Maybe yeah. Yeah, so
0: so I'd, I'd like to check that black out. Black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a criteria for uh, Oscars, right? It's, uh, oh, it's a black and white period piece. <laughs> well, the movie is not black and white,
1: but the poster is. So that's how you know it's it's a it's a Oscar contender. So
2: um, so I wanted to you know like talking about you know Anthony Mackie's performance, and I think you're right. Jamie Dornan had a had a does a great performance. He's a great actor, but you know, like you said, I I don't like his character, which has, says nothing about the actor. It says everything about the writing and the script. You know, it's not like I'm, you know, hating on him. So, I mean, I hate Dennis. I think he's a terrible character and I don't like him. Um, not relatable, really. Uh, what I would say um, is that a lot of this, it has a lot of social aspects to this message. You know what I mean? Like there there was, a, I mean, racism was a huge tone throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think it really developed any sort of good you know, solid message. I think it was just a huge aspect of everything that happened within the film. I mean, everywhere he traveled, there were races, except the Ice Age, which I guess that says something good about the Ice Age. Um, <laughs> let's go back to that. Yeah, but there
0: was a lot of white. Can we just say that? Yeah,
2: oh, that's true. It was really white during the Ice Age. Um, yeah, bring back the Ice Age. But uh, we're working on it. Um, but yeah, no, I. Uh... <laughs> work. <laughs> we are. Um... Yeah but uh yeah no but i uh, you know that's i think that's a huge aspect i think uh his race played a lot of in a lot of scenes actually like like you know it's like oh we can't you know well you can't drive the car because of in, because of the neighborhoods we drive in you get pulled over all the time or like you know obviously the police slash ku klux klan when it's synonymous uh during that time period uh you know were an active force um I do believe like, like the, um, oh, I guess back in when he falls from the tree, that really wasn't a racial thing. They, they thought he was the spirit, the God or whatever, which is
1: weird. I don't understand well, what that was all about, but yeah, well, that's, that's most of this movie. <sighs> yeah. Like, I, I also oh, I wanted to, cause like, yeah, that's definitely like an underlying theme they're going for is mm-hmm. like, you know, like time, like he, he has that whole rant about back to the future. And he's like, if I if I jumped on a stage and started rocking out like that, I'd be thrown in jail. I enjoyed or worse. that immensely, I and, and that. that's always kind of been a criticism of of time travel movies. Is it's like you know that glorify the past. It's like, oh well, you know, that's not things were not that good. But even that, it had it it had the mispleasure of being watched by me after Lovecraft Country, which is by far not a perfect show it has a couple of truly terrible episodes of television but it has a, a, a it's it's so it's such a bizarre show it has a couple of episodes which i believe are some of the best episodes in television um and they do time travel uh, for a black person so, so well in that movie or in that show. They have a whole episode about them. They have a f- couple episodes about them going back to the past and, and dealing with that when the when the show is already set in the 60s. So, like, things are mm-hmm. already bad, and then they go back to the worst time. <laughs> and it's just... Uh, and he actually... Yeah, there's all sorts of, of better stuff. It's just, like, they don't say anything, like, of substance. It's, like... Past bad for for minorities. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Anything else? <laughs> I'd be in jail if I was Marty McFly. Yeah. Like we we get this at this point. Do you have something to add? No? Right. Okay.
0: Right. Oh fuck, I just remembered the uh, that opening scene where they, they first find those two Well, one person stabbed, the other person O D'd. The cop comes in and says, Well, what'd you expect coming in dressed like Tupac? Yeah, yeah. 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 Another, yeah
1: sets the yeah. tone right there. Yep. Yeah. Um I mean, I mean it, it's it's
2: like pick one theme or the other. You know? It's like it's like that was there, but no not really explored, like you were saying. Like they mm-hmm. didn't really explore it. It was not right. really it was just there. Which okay, I get, but like at the same time, you don't really explore the idea of, you know, time travel and the idea of family and the family dynamic. You're trying to do too many things at once. You know, I feel like that's one of the weak points of the film as well.
0: And a lot of missed opportunities, you know, like when he gets stuck in, uh, in the past, you know, because that guy chases him out of the house. And they just flash forward to him sitting outside of the house. That would have been a perfect thing for Anthony Mackie, aka, uh, steve danube to go out there and explore but that could yeah. have
2: been that could have
0: been a whole movie right there yeah, yeah. that could have been no, a whole I, movie. I get, what, I get what you guys are saying like I, I do see the flaws in this movie overall i i thought it was still pretty good though i
1: mean, I mean if you liked it you liked it you know yeah.
0: yeah
2: don't get me wrong i wouldn't you know i wouldn't <sighs> i'd say that if somebody were watching it at somebody else's house, and you happen to be there, sure, sit down and watch it. But I'm not saying go out of your way, rent it on Amazon Prime, and sit, make a whole evening out of it. You know, like, I just, it's not really, like, worth it.
0: We're also not um, kind to time travel movies at all. That's That's true. And I, I, at least am happy with the fact that we hated Tenet a lot more than we hated this
1: movie. No, I'd rather watch Tenet.
0: Oh, no, no, thank you. I'd
1: rather watch Tenet. This is just...
0: I guess this is tenant with a smaller budget.
1: You know, like, <laughs> everything about it was, like... It just left a bad taste in my mouth. I was either laughing at it or I was groaning at it. And there wasn't a point... And it's not like I went in trying to hate it. I think we. I said last week, I was like, I, yeah, I found this on a list of, like, be, great sci-fi movies you missed. And um, I was expecting it to be good. You,
0: you, you found it on a list of great sci-fi movies that... Uh, overlord suggested
1: yes that too but uh
2: what what good sci-fi was released in 2020 i can't even we have a we
1: have a couple other on the list a couple others on the schedule coming up but uh this this one i'm not hopeful for them now because because this one was not good (laughs) um you know
0: when i initially read the premise i was like that's dumb it's (laughs) dumb why (laughs) <laughs> a paramedic is investigating a series of murders connected to this hallucin. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need that. But uh, it got good reviews, though.
1: I, I see, I see lukewarm, lukewarm around it. I see, uh, what's it got on the on For the RT? For science
0: fiction, lukewarm is a good review.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, it's 81 percent approval on Rotten Tomatoes. That's actually pretty good, which is surprising. Is it yeah, just no, people actually there's there
2: was a pretty positive response to this movie. Yeah.
1: Is it just that people are stupid? Like do people are people getting dumber?
2: I don't know. I I honestly, honestly, I don't know uh why
1: I, I and I'm not know. saying and, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm not I, I shouldn't imply that if you liked it you're dumb. I'm just saying I'm surprised that a lot of people, like a lot of people liked it. I don't know, maybe I'm dumb.
0: May well maybe people are just hungry for sci fi. True. And they're just going to take, you know, they're, they're, they're desperate for it. So when something lands on their lap, they're going to enjoy it more than they probably should. That's true. That's possible.
2: I mean, mean, there isn't a whole lot of, I I feel like, and this is just my feelings lately, is that not a lot of like great sci-fi is coming out lately. Um, which is disappointing, uh, especially for our podcast. Oh God. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, it's super disappointing lately that there's not a lot of good, good hard sci-fi, um, like, I feel like, uh, what was it? Oh, shoot. Anyway, whatever. So I, f- I feel like, you know, in even the past five years, there's been good sci-fi. But lately, in the last couple of years, there hasn't been anything great coming up. So I feel like anything that's sci-fi-ish kind of gets more of a pass lately, just because people don't really have that
0: coming to them, you know? I, I hate to break it to you guys, but uh, sci-fi has always been like this.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's... True.
0: it's- it's you get a lot of nonsense a lot of bad a lot of mediocre and then occasionally you get something that wows you right and honestly i think we've gotten a lot of great sci-fi the last couple of years a lot more, more than, so we, than we normally would yeah. yeah okay we're we're seeing studios returning to investing big money in sci-fi again
1: i mean look exciting. at we we've never had a regular yearly show as good as the we haven't had a year, regular yearly show as good as the expanse since battlestar galactica mm, that's yeah. a good point. you know, we, it's, like, it's already boy. been
0: it's already been over a year but we had uh, Sad Astra. that was a great fucking that's good movie. oh god it's a good See, sci-fi movie.
1: now now you now you make me feel dumb i want to no, yeah. no, no, we, you, yeah. you, you, we we cover we cover a lot of shit and our lives are hectic It's only natural we forget about shit. It feels like we covered Ad Astra years ago, you know? We we do this every week. When
2: when you're always winning a weekly sci-fi podcast, you watch a lot of trash, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Especially lately.
0: Also, remember, we got fucking Dune coming up eventually.
1: In December now. It's been delayed a whole year. Yeah.
0: I just watched the trailer again for that today. I was like, oh,
1: man. But... We do have. Did you guys watch the trailer for the the new trailer for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? No. No. Oh, boys! When did I come? Watch out? it after this. Uh, it just dropped today. Oh, okay. it's. It, 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 we'll watch it together after it, the podcast. You
0: know what's funny? My brother just texted me yesterday. He's like, finally got around to. Uh, maybe it was my brother. I think it was him. Just finally got around to playing Mass Effect <laughs> trilogy, and I'm just like, bro, you know they're, doing they're that coming again. out with. <laughs> Just wait, just wait. Stop playing it. <laughs>
1: um another thing I wanted to I just I really needed people to know I hated um was the soundtrack in this. I really hated the composition around it. Um Let's see here. Who can I yell at? Who can I yell at? Oh, no one. Was this all stock <laughs> music? That might be why I hated it. Let me check let Probably, me check IMDP yeah. here. Was it all stock music? That's great. It might it might have been I mean, because it was garbage. With <laughs> let's see. Oh, here we go. Music by yeah. Jimmy Laval. Hey Jimmy, um, hey man, you're making music for movies, and that's cool. You're doing better than I am, better than a lot of people are, and I'm really happy you're successful. You do, you did a Lovecraft Country episode. That was great. Um, good job. Um. Look, this was not good, yo. Um. And I think, and I don't think it was your fault. Uh. I think it was the editing. I really, really dislike. Well, you know, this
0: movie was edited by one of the directors, so
1: yeah, that makes sense. Oh, um, oh
0: yeah. Okay.
1: I really <laughs> but not an actual
0: editor. I gotcha. really
1: dislike. Um. It needs to be done really well. So I. D- I don't want to say I always hate it, but it's it's rarely done well. Um, when music is kind of carried through the whole film, and edits are just kind of happening within the music, do you know what I'm talking about? Like that yeah, style. No. Like if you watch the movie, listeners, you'll 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 see it and you'll go, yes, I know this style he's talking about. It, yeah. it needs. Uh, no one loves it. No one does this with his editing all the time, and it's either a hit or a miss with him as oh. well. <laughs> not the bomb but um you know by the way i i watched a thing with hans zimmer the other day and it turns out the blondes and in inception are actually written into the script did you know that that well, sounds like a very yeah.
0: nolan fucking thing to do
1: well all so. of it all of it okay so a
2: tiny tangent okay that is uh je ne regret rien by yes, um slow yeah, down slow down which is what it is you know that's so it's yeah that, but that, but I then hans
1: hans incorporates that note within the music so it's still in his composition so got um him. he just has to hit it at that point in the in the in the composition which we, we got to do an episode on inception sometime i could talk about why that movie's not so good um but regardless <laughs> so good it's good. It's a fi- It's fine. I don't hate it nearly as much as I hate a tenant, but let's, it's it. It's flawed. Um, it's like track. <laughs> I love that we're just here
0: shitting on
2: Christopher. Hey, guys, let's take this opportunity to shit on extras for Nolan real quick. No, he's um, like, he's sitting over here like, what the fuck did I do? The fuck did I do? I, I've like, left the spotlight ass. Chris, Christopher listens to every single one of our episodes. <laughs> I, um, so let's stop I hope hating. God, I hope ben, so. ben, Ben, stop hating that. I'm done. Let's start hating but, this.
1: But the the that whole edit that, the whole editing with the composition just it just meanders. It doesn't actually it doesn't give the movie any sort of momentum f- feeling, uh, and so all it does is it feels like you're running on a treadmill in the film, and it's so boring to watch. So that when the when the music finally ends and you get a moment, I think the music finally ended at at a point when he is driving and there's a bunch of quick cuts of him driving and stopped and driving and stopped. That's when I'm finally like, like, okay, finally, this like this movie's going somewhere, but like the whole like first twenty minutes, it's just constant like meandering music, and it just doesn't do it. It's just awful. Gotcha. No,
2: I, I I completely agree. It's something I didn't notice during the film, but thinking back on it, like, yeah, it did nothing. It did nothing in the film. It did mm-hmm. it didn't pull its weight at all. And that's I mean, a soundtrack should do that. It should add a mood. It should add something.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's a big push lately um, now because, like, everyone's, you know, for a long time, and, and I say lately, like, lately is in, like, the last 20 years. But uh, for a long time, music and film has always been music match mood, you know, and that's mm-hmm. always kind of been how things should be. And it's only in the last 20 years when, when all these, you know, big names have come around, like, like Hans Zimmer, like... Uh, uh, Hans Zimmer. I don't know who else uh, off the top of my head. Um, oh. Um, oh fuck! He just died. Danny Elfman. I don't no,
0: know. shut the fuck Danny up. Elfman. He's, the <laughs> he's, he's old. He's old school. With um, so. He did a rival.
1: I forget his name, but he died. It was really sad. Um, it's like Johan Johansson or something, right? So like the Hans Johan Johansson. Um, guys like these, they've they've kind of um, taken it more, whereas. Music doesn't match mood, music is character, and music has its own storyline. Um, you know, I think Hans especially shows this in Interstellar, which I believe is his best soundtrack. Um, and so, like, now, like, that kind of raises the bar on soundtrack compositions. You can't just have, you can't have, like, music always matching the mood, or else you're gonna get panned as, like, you know, superhero comic book garbage. And then you can't always have, but then you still need the music to do something. And that's what it doesn't do in this. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it's not that I'm saying it's always matching the mood, even though it is. It's always like somber and sad, but it just doesn't do anything either. Sorry, I feel like I went off on a huge tangent.
2: No, no. I mean, it's a significant part. It's a significant Listen, part. Listen,
0: we've done worse tangents on this podcast. You're fine.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big part of it is that the soundtrack, I think, does honestly. It do do a, a a disservice to the film as well. I mean, it's it's not a great film, but I feel like I could understand why a soundtrack would add to certain scenes and make me more engaged in it, rather than writing it off. You know, I, I could understand that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I think that if we're talking about specific characters, I mean, obviously, I hate Dennis. Um, I mean, the the character Steve. I mean, at the beginning, what is he like? A What is he like? A man whore drug, you know, alcoholic or whatever. And then um, he gets a brain tumor, which also I want to talk about this. So there's a very nonlinear aspect, a very, you know, stream of consciousness aspect to this film as well. I mean, like, you know, you flash back, you go to when he got brain cancer, which like it, it seemed to change times that he got brain cancer in my mind i don't know
0: but well, well you know they 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 wrote it uh on a wall in early in the movie it says time is a lie so then you can just do whatever you want the rest of the movie that's true i mean it's like, like time is a lie <laughs> it's like in looper when he just
2: says like listen if we start making ch- charts and shit we're just gonna be here all day like that's just his way of saying like yeah just ignore it <laughs> or like tenet it. <laughs>
1: I think there's an element of stream of consciousness story, uh, storytelling in the editing, um, but it it doesn't work because they pick two people. When you do that, you need to you need to settle on one person's stream of conscious because they do it for they do it with Steve and they also do it with Dennis. Oh yeah, you're
0: right. They do do it with mm-hmm. uh, Dennis.
1: And so because of bit. that, it really throws everything off. And you're never really sure who we're focusing on. Dennis is and should be a supporting character. So his story should be interesting. His character should be developed. But if you're going to do that stream of conscious editing, you can't do it for him because he's not our main character. You know, it's just going to confuse audiences, which it did. So that's
2: that's similar to like the rule of 180 kind of thing. I'm just like, if you switch, I don't know where I'm going. You know, I don't know who I'm looking at, you know, because like you know like the caskets scene was that Dennis thinking of it was it Steve thinking of it was it a combination like yeah you're right they were both there yeah they were both there and we
1: we later find out you know like
2: yeah um oh i i and this is one hundred percent a tangent. It has nothing to do with anything. Um, so there's a there's a there's a film that I watched, uh, Walk Hard: The Story of Dewey Cox, and uh, there's a scene with the Beatles. I suggest you look up that on YouTube and think about the rule of one eighty because it is egregious.
1: <laughs> do it. I mean, thank you. It's a uh, it's a John C. Riley movie, so I'm sure it's awful. Well, it was just <laughs> the, it was like. I
2: like, was just like, wait, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, oh my god, they broke the 180 rule. Which, if you don't know, it means you stay, you draw an imaginary line and you stay within one side of it. Within a scene. Or else, or else your brain doesn't know how to process it.
1: You could definitely break the rule, um, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. People are always finding ways to break it.
0: Yeah, but um, you have to have a reason to
1: break it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, a reason or like I, a good technique. Like yeah. you always say, Ben, don't film a movie in black and white unless there's a reason you're filming it in black and white.
1: So Yep. That's the big one. Uh I have two more gripes that I'll get through really quickly because I'm okay. sensing the end here. Sounds good. Um Oh man, I forget one of those gripes though. Uh but so I'll just jump to my my second gripe. <laughs> um Man for a character arc. Oh, my, my first gripe, uh don't do dogs like that, man. you know you're gonna you're gonna kill a dog fine. you're gonna kill a dog. Do not leave a dog with racists. Like I hated that more than I hate like dogs dog dying scenes. like what an like and he and then they have the fucking audacity. They have the audacity to show the- show his ghostly image outside the window. Fuck you! Alright? I didn't- I- I grow- I was like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? That poor dog. They probably- and they probably did kill it. They were probably like, oh, he's tainted. And then, like, probably fucking lynched it like the white idiots they are. But, <sighs> That's my first gripe. My second gripe is for a- is a character arc about learning how to live. He sacrifices himself way too easily. Like wh- what? Like he's like he's like I'm learning how important it is to just to live. Every moment's a precious gift. The presence are are, are the presents a miracle. Uh, I'm going to sacrifice myself even though I could very easily get myself out of this situation. Like, what? Like and I was and I knew it was going to happen too. Once he went back, I was like he's going to fucking stay in the past or some stupid shit. And sure enough, he did. And sure enough, it was not earned in any aspect at all. Like, it's like, just like, stay on the rock and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm your slave. I'm your slave. Well, I'm not. I'm, come to me. Come get me. I'm your slave. And yeah. it's going to take her 20 seconds to walk there because, or him. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. They. It's going to take them 20 seconds to walk there because they were walking very slowly. And And that's that.
2: Yeah. No, that's that. I mean, there should have been a better reason that he did not go
1: back. You're right. It was all done. <laughs> it was all done, dude. This is uh, I. I'm really, really, really happy. I I because I you know you guys know I had a very very busy couple days lately, um, and I I wasn't sure I was going to be able to watch this movie. And this is not one of those movies where I was like, I regret watching it. I'm really happy I, I was able to finish it so I could come on here and tell our listeners how much I really hated this garbage.
0: Well, I'm just going to start with you, Ben. Good sci-fi or bad <laughs> sci-fi, then?
1: Garbage sci-fi. This, don't waste your time. Uh, I hope you enjoyed how much I hated this movie. Uh, Anthony Mackie, I hope uh, your other movies are good. Because you aren't good in this. Uh, Jamie Dornan. I'd like to see more from you. Garbage. Thanks. All right.
0: Thanks, Ben. Bill?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's bad sci-fi. I think that it doesn't really have a very much a message at all about existence or, you know, sort of accepting life as it is. I mean, I understand uh, where, where they were trying to come from with... um you know, understanding that you shouldn't live in the past shouldn't live in the future, whatever, you know, uh, it's, it, it, it's so muddled. I don't even know how to form the sentence. So, you know, it's like, it's not great. It's not good. It's didn't make me ask any questions. I thought a lot of the characters were unlikable and, um, I, I thought there were some cool shots though. So yeah, there's that, but I'd say generally just bad sci-fi.
0: All righty. Um, I thought it was mediocre sci-fi at best, uh, which definitely just points towards bad sci-fi. As far as it being a movie, there's a ton of plot holes. Um, There are a lot of things to complain about. Overall, I think I was entertained for the movie. Um, I think it might be because my expectations were so low going into this that I was pleasantly surprised. Like I had no hope for this movie going in. Um, fair. I think you guys are a little harsh on Anthony Mackie in this one. I thought he did better than you guys are saying. Uh, I think he did what he was supposed to do for a lot of it. Uh, he's definitely way fucking worse in outside the wire. That was God awful. (laughs) Um, and what, what was something else he did recently? He did, uh, Season Altered two carbon. of uh, Altered Carbon, which oh, wasn't God. as good. Um, <laughs> oh, what a waste of a show. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, I thought it, it was an okay movie. I was entertained. I felt like the, whatever, $5 I spent renting it on Amazon was worth it. It was okay. Um, will I watch it again? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. Um right but yeah no uh that's all i have to say about that i suppose um i want to thank you all for listening and uh next week. i want you to know that next week we're finally covering season 5 of the expanse
1: hey. if you haven't watched it yet get your
0: shit together um just figure we're it about out
1: to binge that bitch huh I'm about to binge that bitch. I'm yeah. very excited. Uh, I just I want yeah, you yeah. to
0: know that uh, the show didn't need to be binged. It was, it was good rather nice watching it week by week.
1: That's fair. I, mi- uh, I miss that with
0: TV shows, to be honest.
1: I, I only managed to get hit with one spoiler, so I'm not too That's upset. That's okay. I, I,
0: every, and I, I know everything, so it's fine. I read the books.
1: <laughs> it's too late. He's seen it. Yeah. I've, I've seen, seen, I've seen,
0: seen everything. everything. <laughs> but if you guys liked Expanse season one through four, you're gonna fucking love this season because I think it might be their strongest yet. Uh, I really liked so we'll uh,
1: the se- the setup for for what's his name from last season, uh, 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 the the terrorist dude or the revolutionary guy. I forget his name.
0: Marco Inaros.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah, I really liked the setup for him, so I was like, I'm really excited.
0: And we're gonna that. talk about it next week, but. Uh, Um, this show is definitely not canceled. This show, this, no, this, well, it's over, but this was the logical ending that they had planned all along.
1: Oh, okay. So it's, it's going to come to an end next season. And
0: I will say, we'll, we'll fuck it. We'll get to it next week. I'm sorry. There's so much (laughs) I want to say. I should stop now.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: Um, so yeah, for all you listening, uh, you have exactly one week to get it figured out watch uh 10 episodes of the expanse so unless you're andrew miller who hasn't seen any of the expanse and won't be on next week shame yeah well he made his choice okay that's all i have for you so until next time